Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Chicago's Afternoon News, 720 WGN. You see Adrian Bangert as the host of Morning in America on News Nation every morning, but you've seen her on TV for years, and um, it was so wonderful to have you in the studio last week. And I just said to her when she walked in, I go, I hope this isn't a corporate thing where they're like forcing <laughs> you to come in and promote your show. We just wanted you back because Aww. we had such a lovely conversation. And your reaction <laughs> to that question is one of the reasons that i adore you oh thank you yeah let's stop doing things that we feel forced to do yes let's do what we really enjoy because life is short and Mm -hmm. all these moments really do matter and it takes a lot sometimes to just get out of bed for a lot of people yes so it's like don't make me go do something i want to do this because i want to do it (laughs) exactly and we talked about you know when you're in your 20s or 30s and you're really trying to make that impact i don't know about what in industry you're in if you're listening to this show but we happen to both be in the broadcast industry. And I just felt at that age, I had to do anything and everything they asked me to do. Yes. And um, you climb the ladder mm-hmm. and you sleep zero hours mm-hmm. and you work horrible shifts. Yeah. But then at some point in your life, you decide, okay, I'll continue paying my dues, but I'll pay my dues under some certain terms that I'm at peace with. Right. Because you want quality of life. And I think more and more people are wanting that, especially after the past couple of years, where it's like you don't want to be so demanding that you're difficult to work with. Right. But you want to know your own needs because otherwise you're suffering and you're miserable in an industry that you hope pays you back in dividends of fulfillment years down the road. Right. We don't have years down the road, people. We (laughs) have right right now. (laughs) We're living right now. That's what we're doing. So watch Adrian anyway. You'll you'll love her show and um, some of the big story. Oh, by the way, Chris Cuomo. Dan Abrams is getting Chris Cuomo to sit down for the first interview with him. That's massive. I know Dan from my previous employer, uh, ABC, and I'm telling you, uh, that's going to be a really interesting conversation yes and do they have a history do you know or how did he land that interview well dan knows a lot of people yeah He's well i know forever ever <laughs> yeah and and i think um he started off at msnbc if i if my if i remember but obviously now he's with news nation we're really happy about that he has his show airing uh evenings i can't remember the time forgive me yeah it's dan abrams live and the interview with chris cuomo from cnn who is not granted an interview since he left or oh all the gosh. stuff with his brother, with his brother. i mean yeah, so that's that, massive. That's huge. It's going to happen um, this coming Tuesday night at eight o'clock. We're looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I would bet. not. Be, I would think that they know each other, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I but, can text Dan now and ask. You should. <laughs> hey, do you hey, know Chris Dan, Cuomo? <laughs> how far back do y'all go? So now that you're part of Chicago, what do you think about the NASCAR race coming to the city? Okay, I just think it's interesting timing because on Wednesday of this week, the city council made this ordinance making it even more difficult for people to drift and drag as traditional you know, drivers. Right, right. At the same time, they're announcing, <laughs> guess what? We're bringing a street race where there will be lots of drifting, officially approved by NASCAR uh, in Grant Park with the backdrop of the beautiful Chicago skyline and Lake Michigan. I think it's going to be really exciting. I think people are going to be fans of it. 
Uh, I don't know how nervous I would be if I was Kurt Busch right now or Bubba Wallace. Yes. I'd be like, okay, that's a really tight circle. It's a little different than a NASCAR track, but exciting. A very big move for Chicago. Absolutely. But politically for the mayor to have made this announcement, because obviously it's been in the works for, you know, months, if yes. not years. Yeah. And then it comes out the very week. The same week. The same week yeah. as the, the ordinance. And you're like, oh, this couldn't be worse timing. Kind of mixed messaging there. Um, mm-hmm. Because obviously they've had a problem with drag racing Uh, but maybe their thought is if we provide this nascar street race maybe people will feel appeased yeah no because it's not people it's kids (laughs) right and i've encountered them and they're not paying attention to what the city's doing and the mayor is saying they're just out for a good time but it's expensive if they do you know violate laws um, of drag racing i mean it's it's pricey to get your car out of impound thousands of dollars i would almost guess that many of those cars belong to their parents because i i came back adrian to this building one night after a concert and encountered it and couldn't get through lights because there was a I, I wow. was like what is happening here and they were all lined up blocking our garage and they wouldn't let me in and uh, they put me in a mean mama mode which it's like don't put you in a mean mama mode. <laughs> that's right I was like <laughs> you are gonna move yes <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm right treating now. treating them like they were my children I'm like you will move right now <laughs> or you're grounded and you get no phone privileges so it is interesting because um somebody's paying for those tires they burn up every Saturday night in Chicago. Seriously, yeah. I I just, I just, the timing of those two announcements. It's crazy. No drag racing, street racing with NASCAR. (laughs) Um, And one of the stories you covered too is U.S. cities are on pace to top last year's crime rates. At a time when, you know, like the Illinois State Police came out and said, hey, expressway shootings are down 36 percent, but it depends how you look at the numbers. Yeah, it's just amazing that some communities are seeing upwards of 20 and 50 percent more murders in the past couple of years. It's just it's astronomical, astronomical. And so I think that, you know, we're not just looking at murders as well. We're looking at carjackings in the city of Chicago. That's been a huge issue. Uh, We're seeing other cities where it's like auto theft is the prime crime right now. Um, There is just a general lawlessness that I think people are fed up with. And that's why we're seeing in places like San uh, San Francisco, the D.A. getting booted Mm -hmm. uh, because people are just sick and tired of it. They're fed up. In Los Angeles, there's still a petition to oust their district attorney. So um, I just I think that people uh, went through this period of time. We talked to this captain, uh, this police captain this morning, and he was saying even with some of the controversy uh, surrounding some of the big cases that were highly publicized, it's amazing that the community is so supportive and so positive about policing now because they want more protection because they know that the streets are not safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read th- this is a quote from a mom today. I've been I've been following this story. Um, it's about Jeremiah Moore. He was shot to death as he slept in a family van. They were driving home from oh his grandmother's goodness. and his mother said, I've lost all hope. He's seven years old. Ugh. A piece of comfort will come from knowing that the people who hurt my baby and could have hurt the rest of us are behind bars. That's Ali Jean Holiness. That's what she said. And you just hope that people start standing up and speaking out. And if it takes the moms to do it, say their name. You know there's people in your community who are committing these crimes. And it's time that some some people stand up and say who's doing it. Well, and it is a systemic problem because mm-hmm. it's not just policing. You know, in speaking uh, to that police captain this morning, it's about families, too. 
And he so eloquently said, you know, I said, what's the biggest problem? Why is crime on the rise? He didn't point to the pandemic. He didn't point to um, the fact that, you know, it's this blame game over here with the city ordinance or with this court system. He said, you know, we're not spending enough time together as families. And you can't fix that in one fail swoop. And not one government organization or office is going to fix that. It's going to take all of us working together. He called on clergy. You know, he called on the faith community. He called on community organizations to provide outlets, creative outlets for young people. We need to look out for each other right now. We need to watch each other's back as much as we're watching our own back. Yeah, and I, I thought we would have more empathy and more concern and more love after the after we all got through the worst part of the pandemic. The loneliest part of the pandemic. <laughs> yes, and now we haven't. Well, I think that that isolation is internal as much as external. You know, we couldn't see people, loved ones. We wanted to protect those who were vulnerable in our families. So outside looking in, you know, we were doing the best we could, the best we knew how to provide health and safety. But I think isolation is infectious. And it becomes a mentality and a mindset. And even though people are out and about, and that's wonderful, we're so highly pressurized that we're still distracted even while we're with each other. Oh, you know, looking at your phone, but we're looking at the phone. Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're watching the movie together, but we're not having a conversation. We're not having quality time. We're Mm -hmm. wanting to be entertained because we're trying to escape. And so I think, you know, in terms of the criminal aspect and the law aspect and what we should do to fix, you know, the problems that are on our streets, we're going to have to all get our heads out of the sand. And it's going to take conversations that are tough. And it's going to take talking to our kids. Let's throw her name in for mayor. Okay. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> oh, my Lord, no. If I sound like a mayor right now, let me step back. Adrienne Bankert, host of Morning in America on News Nation. Thanks so much for stopping by. So good to see you. We appreciate you. Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.